rock bottom. No, I'm not. If that's your rock bottom, I've been <laughs> down way harder than you. What's up, everybody? It's Alexis. And Haley. And you're listening to your favorite podcast, Whatever. And Never. Amen. Amen. Hello. Hey. How are you? I'm whatever. I'm never. Straight up never. Straight up never. This is our fourth episode. The fourth of however many we do. <laughs> we could be done next week. We don't know. We don't know. We might have a massive falling out and just <laughs> never, never do, do one again. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the issue. No, I don't think so. No. Um, yeah, so this is something that is um it's bizarre it is bizarre it's, this i feel like the episode that was recorded before this one and this episode today <laughs> are both really good representations of confusion within the culture of country music absolutely absolutely um you know some might wonder specifically about this episode and the subject matter really any of these should have happened um what we got from them <laughs> and today i think we j- we really have one huge question to ask yeah and that one huge question is can an actor be a country star question mark Question mark. Question, question mark. mark. It, yeah. It's, I, a, it's a question for the ages. And to be honest, I don't know that we're going to find an answer. There's not going to be one. But my whole thing is, is like, what makes these dudes like wake up one morning and be like, you know what? I think I want to be a country singer. I think I want to do a shit ton of movies and, then and be a country be singer. Be a country singer. You want to know what I, what my theory is? Yes. This is the theory that I'm positing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that all of these guys, <laughs> two in particular that we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. probably grew up really wanting to be a country star. Yeah. Like a cowboy, western country star. Yeah. And somehow along the way, they got pulled into being an actor. <laughs> right. Um, with one of them, it's because he, that's just what happened. <laughs> with the other one, it's because he's insanely hot. <laughs> Oh. But we're we're talking when when I say that and you're thinking it right. we're talking about two different guys. Oh oh yeah because we have the exact, totally different tastes. Yeah we do. <laughs> I know who I'm thinking of, and I know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> um yeah I mean though like the rough thing is about this is that like the country singers that these guys aspire to be like have like majorly paid their dues. They've, yeah. like, gigged a lifetime, and I really think it goes back to, like, every man deep down, like, deep fucking down wants, wants to, to be, be a cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> wants to be a cowboy. They do. I mean, Toby Keith said it. Uh, it it's, it's really true. Like, every man deep down wants, wants to, to be, be a cowboy. cowboy, sees himself as a cowboy, uh-huh. a, yeah. a vagabond, a renegade. Troubadour. A troubadour. Or, yeah, they watch too much fucking Tombstone. Like, yeah. Gunsmoke. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Well, I mean, Clint Eastwood actually. <laughs> we're not really talking about him. No. But he participated in this. 
Yeah, but I did. think that was less his choice mm-hmm. and more the choice of whoever was promoting right. whatever he was in. Right, yeah. But I listened, I actually listened to his. Yeah. And his he has a nice voice. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. Kind of unexpected. Yeah, unlike these Unlike these ones. men, maybe. <laughs> so who should we who should we start with? Well, I think um I think we should go with like maybe from most obvious to least obvious. obvious. I think if we start with I think Jeff Bridges is a great place to I start. I think yeah. And I I'm just going to say mm-hmm. that I I get the Jeff Bridges thing. I get him making a country record. Mm-hmm. I I mean if you've seen Crazy Heart like then you then you've seen you, yeah, absolutely. You, yes. If you've seen Crazy Heart, you have seen the Jeff Bridges country star. Yeah moment right um fun fact the well fun fact for the listeners you you knew this Mm -hmm. but uh the album jeff bridges by jeff bridges Mm -hmm. was produced by t-bone burnett Mm -hmm. who produced the music for crazy heart right and oh brother where out thou yeah um lots of other amazing things allison krauss robert plant Mm -hmm. that's great Great album. Yeah, he's amazing. Won a crap ton of Grammys. A lot of Grammys. Yes. Um, but no, those songs are like, those are like traditionally great country yeah. songs. Like, that could be like, well, I mean, not not like really on country format, because country format's not what these guys well, clearly I, think it is. Really, <laughs> nowadays, is there even a country format? Um, I, I, Just, I don't think so. No, because... Sometimes it's... I think it's mostly pop, yeah. honestly. I think it's yeah. pop with country words, so... Yeah. Backwoods, trumpet, <laughs> jean shorts. Into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the I will say the Jeff Bridges album, of the four that we're talking about today... Is the most rad. It's It definitely makes the most sense. Yeah. Um, and I just think of him like, you know, I think when I, ultimately when I think Jeff Bridges, I don't think Crazy Heart. I think the fucking dude. See. The Big Lebowski. Here's the That's deal. who I think. Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Previously in the episode, when I was talking about one of them is incredibly hot, I was actively talking about Jeff Bridges. I, I figured you were. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jeff Bridges today. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Daddy. He is a daddy. <laughs> He's a daddy. Um, when I think about Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. the, and this probably has a lot to do with my obsession with Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. I think about The Mirror Has Two Faces. Oh, yeah. Which is incredible. Mm-hmm. You, are, you love some Barbara. Oh, Barbara, <laughs> Barbara is my queen. Um, I have a, this is, this is, First time admitting this on the record, <laughs> even though anyone that would ask me about it, I would tell them exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. I have a tattoo mm-hmm. of a rose on mm-hmm. my shoulder cap. It is of a Barbara Streisand rose. Yeah. <laughs> so and I have zero. Yes, I have four. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I get I get the Jeff Bridges thing. Yeah. I really do. I even think he has a country name. Like he Jeff Bridges. Is, yeah, that's a country fucking star name right there. And that's there. like his actual name. I know. Yeah. 
Um, the, and I'll say in terms of the music, the music is really great. Mm-hmm. There's some really interesting people that worked on this project. Mm-hmm. A lot of the background vocals were done by Roseanne Cash, who is mm-hmm. one of my... I love her so much. Yeah. Her voice is gorgeous. And, I mean, in terms of, like, 80s country mm-hmm. songs... In seven, terms of the legacy she came from, I mean... Well, she the, the thing is, even if you take her dad... Mm-hmm. out of the conversation mm-hmm. she's she is an icon all on her yeah. own yeah um seven year ache is one of the greatest songs i agree imagine being rodney crowell mm-hmm. and knowing seven year ache was written about me isn't I, that incredible that's that's hot that's really amazing <laughs> man yeah but yeah she sang a lot of background vocals on this mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a it's a good album mm-hmm. is it great yeah. no and this is this is where it starts the common thread that i have found <laughs> within all my, of the, this chair keeps freaking squeaking sorry everyone that was my fault <laughs> i sat on it and kind of messed it up <laughs> um <laughs> um no th- there's a common thread mm-hmm kind of weaved throughout <laughs> all of these albums that really is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. no disrespect, but a bit of an over-reliance on... Production. Well, vocal correction. Oh, yeah. Where the yeah. vocals sound metallic. Okay, well, the, and that goes back to, like, these, you know, these actors... They probably didn't. They probably were like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a singer. I, I can sing. sing. I play I can guitar. Do this. Like, I can totally do this. I can carry a tune." But it's like it's it's a totally different thing to like do it in a studio yes. and because a lot of people can't hear themselves when they sing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, which should probably take us to our next. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our next actor, which I'm gonna say, I'm really. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is everything to me. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you this. Uh-huh. I started having a crush on him when I was 13 years old. Really? Yes. Dear God. I was 13. and When I was 13, my major crush was John Mayer. Okay. So, yeah. No, not me. Yeah. Um, I had this, like, obsession with Bad Santa. And I just thought that, I just thought, like, he was spectacular. And it really did, it worried my parents. I mean. It, it totally worried them. And I, I wasn't probably even supposed to see that movie. But, like, I don't know. He, like, gives no fucks. He's got, like, a cigarette hanging out of his mouth the whole time. He's, like, moody and despondent. And it's, like, yes. I'm in for it. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm talking about none other than Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. Thornton. <laughs> Billy Bob Billy Thornton. B-T. BBT. BBT, if you're nasty. Yes. Um, uh, I'm going to say, can I just say something? Yeah, the, you, the, you have the floor right now. I'm going to take the floor because I love this man. I really went into knowing that he you know did a country album did you know before i told you absolutely not okay but i'm gonna tell you 
I really thought that this would make sense when I heard it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. <laughs> it makes and no it, sense at it, all. And it doesn't. And and it's it's like it's supposed to be like a a country record, but it's like it's like he listened to a lot of Bone Machine, like Tom Waits, mm-hmm. and then watched a lot of Maverick or some shit. Yeah, and was like, all right, it's like I'm gonna make a country record. Here, no, here's what he did. He did all of that. <laughs> And then he also listen, just had literally probably been listening to Hank Williams ever since he was born. Right. It was like, that's my hero, man. Well, let me tell you. So this, this record that we're talking about came out in 2001, 2001. right? So I'm going to tell you this. 2001, Monsters Ball came out. Yes. Bandits. Mm-hmm. The Man Who Wasn't There. Yeah. So he had three major blockbuster films yeah come out the same year he just fucking decides to do a country record just like in his spare time yeah like just i'm just gonna do his a spare country record yeah and the personnel on this album is shocking tell tell our listeners who produced this record because this is this is a what you expect you you witnessed me finding this out yes and describe my reaction what the fuck it was utter shock (laughs) um y'all marty stewart (laughs) produced this album (laughs) and the name of this album is called private radio it's it's private (laughs) it's private but not private at all this album feels when you're listening to it it feels very private while you're very intimate. I feel very exposed listening to I this. I feel, see, you feel exposed. I feel violated. Okay, that's a better word. <laughs> there is a song on this record called yeah. Forever. Forever. And I'm going to give you some keywords off of this, yeah. just this one song. Please do. He talks about the Waffle House. Yeah. But it's like a, like a grunty, like, well, he talks like about his slam poetry. He says, he's like, hey, baby. Yeah, I'm just sitting here in the Waffle House. Smothered Co- and covered and smothered. <laughs> covered and smothered. He, he says, and I quote, Daddy's coming home. Daddy's coming home this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, also- need, yeah I, I, I realize I need to stop that <laughs> voice. <laughs> he also talks about wearing his girlfriends so i can let me let me tell the story on this i'm yeah so this is the second verse of the song which is entirely dedicated to this whole kind of story which we're assuming we're not gonna say but we're assuming it's about angelina jolie well it would have been that time frame well low-key the next song is is called angelina Angelina, (laughs) and one would only assume that this because the whole song Forever mm-hmm. is framed, written as a phone, one half of a phone call. And one can only assume that the other half is Angelina. Forever, forever, forever. Is that long enough for you? <laughs> um, anyways, before I go, wait, okay. Before I get lost, let me tell y'all about this second verse. So he's saying, hey, baby. Remember those, he says drawers. 
Remember those drawers you left in my car? That are pink Remember, with yeah, the feathers. One, the one with the pink feathers around the edge? Well, I found them, and I started thinking of you. So I put them on. And then I was thinking of you when the law pulled me over. They said I looked like the kind of guy that's hiding something. And, and his car was swerving. His car was swerving. And then he was like, well... They they never seen a guy wearing those kind of panties before. <laughs> but I have a theory. I have a little bit of a theory. I'm going to keep it subtly veiled about why the car was swerving. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about it. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say, I think he was getting his swerve on. And that is where I will leave it. You can take that as you will. But did he write these songs? Is my question. Yeah. I think he he had a hand in a few, in, in well, in at least a few of them. There's one that I know for sure he did not write, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but if, I get... If he, he thinks this is what country is, though, he's like... It's not. It's, it's not. No. He's like really off base. Yeah. And Marty, like, Marty. <laughs> and Ricky Skaggs plays on this. <laughs> Ricky Skaggs. Oh, but we're gonna we're gonna get oh, to something we later. We're gonna here get to something go. later. But I want to say quickly, <laughs> shifting back to forever, he says part of the reason why he was swerving was because he was quote under the influence of Merle Haggard, and you know that just I don't like that. Don't bring Merle into this. Merle is arguably. One the most talented male country singer mm-hmm. of all time mm-hmm. and songwriter, <laughs> and you're gonna bring him into this? Right. He doesn't deserve that. He doesn't. Leave Merle out of it. <laughs> What's the one guitar song that called? Oh, Beauty, Beauty at, at the, the Back, back door. door. Beauty at the Back Door, y'all. This song is ten minutes long. <laughs> And he doesn't sing a word. He just, he's, I'm, it's like, I'm telling you, it's like slam poetry. Yes, slam poetry. <laughs> and if you go and listen to this song, I'm telling you the guitar, because it's literally just him talking like this about different things. And the guitar sounds, literally sounds like it's confused. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. <laughs> It's it's like twanging and swanging. It's so weird. Oh, BBT. What are you doing, BBT? Man. But this That was a real treat. And this song, it takes a really weird turn about halfway through. Um you the, know the, the turn. whole thing is weird. Yeah, the, the whole thing it's yeah. It doesn't take a turn. The whole thing is just it's just fucking confusing it really is for one i've never seen anyone wear a red and gray dress it's it's he's like it's a little red a little gray a little red a little gray what is this like scarlett o'hara he's talking about this girl that like she stands by this bush every she's built like a brick brick shit house (laughs) it sounds like he's saying she's She's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. And that she's got, she's only got one dress. She says she's only got one dress, but that's all she needed. 
Yeah, like, is she, like, a lady of the night? I don't know, but he said she was about eight or nine years older than me when I started school. So, she's not... 15? Maybe 15 or 16, I don't know. But, um... I'll just... Spoiler alert. In the song, the way that it sounds is, like, her dad and this girl that he's talking about... Go and find something to do in, in the, the woods. woods. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I mean, we know, but he we don't. He leaves it, like, ambiguously, not ambiguous. Yeah. Like, he's, like it, it's, it's so bizarre. Yeah. And and it's long. It's ten and minutes it, it long. It just keeps going. It doesn't stop. It, yeah. And when, when it does stop, you th- you're thinking, Are, am I off this yet? <laughs> Is, am I done? Is he gonna come back? Like, is he gonna start again? Cause there, oh man, there's a couple times where you think, okay, I think it's ending, but then you're wrong. Yeah, um, I'm telling you, I love, I love Billy Bob Thornton, but that one just, I mean, that kind of it tainted it just a little bit. Just for a little me. bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Well, the end of this album, it ends with a cover of "Lost Highway" yep, by Hank Williams. Of course. And I have a couple, well, I have a couple facts to share. Um, there is a, there's a man that played on the song. His name is Don Helms. He's a legend mm-hmm. in the country world because, I mean, he's a pedal steel, mm-hmm. was a pedal steel player. He passed away. Um, he played on the original song. And he also played... He'd- he did it for BBT. He did it for BBT. He did it. He, I, you know what, though? Like, I feel like Billy is the type that just everybody probably loves when they meet him. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, fuck you. Yeah, can't really say no. Yeah, I wouldn't say no. I'd be like, yeah, I'm there. Uh, yeah, sure. We might as well. Whatever you want, Billy. But do it. <laughs> that's just, that is mind boggling. The guy yeah. who played Pedal Steel on the original Lost Highway. Played pedal steel on this version of Lost this Highway. This whole episode's mind-boggling, though, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah, and I will add, Don Helms, he played uh, pedal steel on Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, as well as Crazy by mm-hmm. Patsy Cline. Yeah, and I and I'm gonna add, he's he was one of the sweetest men that I ever met. Yeah, my dad used to play music with him a lot, mm-hmm. and I he heard he was very very sweet. Um. Unlike the album that we just discussed. <laughs> also, y'all check out Boxmasters. <laughs> yeah, Boxmasters is his band, man. Which is a They're more of a blues band. Yeah, it's like bluesy, like rockabilly kind of. I don't know how to describe it. It feels I mean this is it the, feels torn. It feels torn, but I will say it also feels like a natural evolution from if that makes sense from where him. this album was yeah 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 i will say billy has a second album if if you're interested it's yeah. out there they're both on spotify <laughs> so you look that up billy 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 um who should we do next i mean i feel like i have something okay oh i Just, guess i'll yeah, take the lead. go for it this is one of my favorite actors Mm-hmm. And I mean that to like, I mean that down like to, to your the core. core of my soul. Yeah, he has been in like some of my 
most favorite movies. Mm -hmm. and, and, and favorite movies, not so much like, I, they were movies that my parents loved. And I grew up watching them, like, in the 90s. Mm -hmm. He, uh, I didn't really, uh, <laughs> I had never heard him as a singer. Yeah. And it's. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm talking about Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner and to Modern me, West. To me, Kevin Costner is, uh, it, this is in my opinion, he's one of the greatest actors of our he's great. time because he's so real. Mm -hmm. When you watch him, it's not like he's acting. It's It all comes from like some place inside him that really like transforms into that character. Yeah. I will, I would like to add, um, that Kevin Costner was the first male butt that I ever saw. Oh. Oh, Feel the Dreams. No, Dances oh, with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. Yes. Yes. Hey, you remember like Robin Hood? Yeah. He was in For Love the Game. The Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. Oh my God, that album started on my mind. The album that we were, that we're discussing came out this year. His band has released four albums. Mm -hmm. And it's a big fucking band. There's like... 12 people in this Yeah, they, there's a lot of them. But, uh, it's a lot. It's but like some, a mighty wind. <laughs> yeah, it is like a mighty wind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, um, but somehow out of all of those 12, the only one that they deem worthy enough to be the lead, the, to be the singer is Kevin Costner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is an interesting choice. <laughs> he... <sighs> I will share this. Yeah, share it. I... Can carry a tune. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a pretty good voice. Mm -hmm. I cannot sing in front of a group of people. It terrifies me. Well, he can sing in front of a very large group of people because he it's can. his whole fucking band. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just, but I can't help but wonder if there's like a little tiny bit of like somewhat of a stage fright to have on. that many people in your band. Probably, <sighs> yeah. I don't mind his, I don't mind it though. Like for me, I kind of get it with all the like films he's, he's picked. Mm -hmm. Like, well, yeah, because if you think he's about. He's like a man. You know what I mean? Like he, I feel like he would go outside and like chop a bunch of wood, you know, mm -hmm. jump on a horse. He's in Yellowstone. Yeah. And so, that's, that's actually the album that, that I raised to your attention mm -hmm. for this episode is called Tales from Yellowstone by Kevin Costner and Modern West, which was released this year. What a way to promote a TV show. Yeah. And it's inspired by Yellowstone. Yellowstone as one would gain from the title. <laughs> um, here's, I think, I'll be honest. Out of the four albums that we're kind of putting forth today, mm -hmm. The production on this one is the one that I actually like the most mm -hmm. because kind of has more of like a like a, like a re it sounds like real real country mm -hmm. yeah. um you know lots of you know dobro and, right right you know just country country instrumentation country instrumentation but like a classic. Yes. Like a classic country. Yeah. Classic country. Yeah. There, um, but this, this album again, you can really hear a lot of 
reliance on vocal mm-hmm. vocal filtering. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Most people use it. Yeah. You know. Most people use it. Oh, Kevin C. Kevin All right. C. Who else? Well, this one I don't understand. I don't get it either. I'm just going to tell you I don't understand it. But I have a, I actually have a story about this guy. Okay, tell me about it. So, this is this the la- really the last guy. The last album we're talking about. Um it's Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. When did this when did this record come out? This came out in 2019. Yes. It's called Reckless and Me. I'm going to tell you, though, I dig the cover of this record. He's yeah. got, like, that, like, Mark Renton, like, train spotting vibe going on. Like, I'm for it. I like the cover art. I was, is... I was shocked when I saw the cover art. I was like, oh, that looks like looks like something Brian Adams would, you know, it come does. out with. It does. I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> um, let me tell you a story about Kiefer Sutherland. I can't wait. This might... This might make this make a little more sense. Okay. So there is a little kind of gas station grocery store called Puckett's Grocery. Mm-hmm. Puckett's Grocery. Puckett's Grocery. Um, this, it's like, it's a cute little town. Mm-hmm. Like, teeny quaint, tiny quaint. quaint. Um, a lot of people will come here... Well, they'll come there, go there, mm-hmm. if I can speak. <laughs> they'll go there on, like, road trips. Mm-hmm. A lot of people specifically will ride through on their motorcycle. Mm-hmm. One of those people that have that, that's done that is Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. And he stopped. Leather daddy. Leather daddy on his motorcycle. Stopped there to get some gas. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if he was buying something else and just didn't have the cash. But somehow he didn't have cash to cut or something. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what's the address here? And they gave it to him, fully expecting to never hear from this guy Did he do an IOU? He mailed back, I think it was like 20 bucks, Mm -hmm. to cover He mailed back 20 bucks. That's nice. But a normal person wouldn't have been able to get out of that situation. No. No, no, no. Yeah. But I don't know if that nice, somehow nice. sheds more light on this. Uh, not really. I don't know. I've never been able to leave a gas station without paying, so I don't know yeah. how that would work. Yeah. Um, they're like, you know what, Kiefer? Kiefer, you got it. Keith, just, just I go. don't. I don't know if it, but that's the thing. I don't remember if it was the gas mm-hmm. or if it was like a Cigarettes drink. or something. Yeah, something something else. Yeah. Um, but he mailed the money back. Well, he's a good guy. I mean, yeah. Yes. He's Yeah, so um this I will say, this album out of all of the ones that we're talking about today mm-hmm. is the one that has the most vocal right. vocal stuff. Right, 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 right. It's past polished. Yeah, it's past polished. Where did he record this in Nashville, you think? I don't think so. Okay. I think he recorded it in California. I think that's a little bit of the problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. This is one of my I favorite was, songs. I was shook by it, too, because I remember this song from when I was a kid. Yeah. 
Well, it was uh, Patty Loveless released mm-hmm. it, but before Patty, it was sang by River Phoenix in mm-hmm. a movie. Mm-hmm. He played a country singer. I think it was called uh, Crazy, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I love this song. And Kiefer does a cover uh-huh. of it on this. And it it <laughs> there's a lot that's left. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, the song I'm talking about is "Blame It on Your Heart." Uh, yikes! <laughs> what I would suggest: listen to the Patty Loveless version, mm-hmm. and then listen to the Keeper Sutherland version. Um, but yeah, I mean, this song is so good, and I I don't know how I feel. I know how I feel. I don't really want to say how I feel. <laughs> um. It just seems, it, it seems like a strange choice. Because most people know that as a Patty Loveless song. I feel like he probably loved this song. And I feel like he probably was like, if I'm going to do a cover, I'm going to do this cover. Or somebody talked him into it. Well, somebody said, you should cover this song. It hasn't been done in a long time. It was a big hit for her. Was Go he Was he friends with River? Keeper? Probably, yeah. That would have been around that time. He could have covered it as, like, a tribute. He could have. This is all just speculation on our part. I may change my dedication. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This chair. Um. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I think that the question is, can an actor be a country country star? star? I, you know, you want to know what my answer is to that? I think it's a big fat no. Here's my answer. Tell me. I'm going to give you my answer. Tell me. My answer is yes with an asterisk. Okay. I don't know if that's how you say that word. An actor can be a country star, but only in a movie. Oh! And sometimes reality Mm -hmm. and movie... Mm -hmm. And kind of blur, get get a little blurred. Yeah, I'm going to give you an example. Mm-hmm. A Star Is Born, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper is a Grammy winner, mm-hmm. and he's had a number one song on the Billboard charts mm-hmm. as a country singer. <laughs> right, but it's from it's because of the movie. Right, it's because of the movie. And it's because of it was with Lady Gaga. Not that he just went out on his own nope. and made a country record. But I think it goes back to, you know, country music's really all about the song. It is really all about the song. And I don't know if sitting at the Waffle House, wearing pink panties. Covered and smothered. Is going to cut it. it. It's not going to. <laughs> and I will say this. A country audience... Is not, not gonna, gonna like listen. panties on him. <laughs> they don't want to hear you talking about wearing her panties. <laughs> do what you want to do, do in your spare time. Do you? Do you? Literally, do you, like, do you? Just do whatever you need to do, but like maybe keep that one off of the record right. press. <laughs> keep that one to yourself. <laughs> maybe pink and feathers, though. Hey, hey. I don't like the idea of underwear that has feathers on the edge. I can't either. Because 
Well, that just I'm seems. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> that just seems okay. I'm thinking about it logically. Bird ass. <laughs> well, that's problem number one. <laughs> well, here's the deal. If it's like around the edge where your legs are, mm-hmm. like the leg holes. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on. A lot of variables. That just sounds like it could go very wrong. <laughs> and then if it's up around the edge of like the waistband, like right. the band, like where, like where yeah. you hold on, yeah, it seems like you would just lose them. I'm gonna tell you, pink feathered panties are fun until you wash them, and then oh. they don't have any feathers left. Okay, and then it's just a pair of pink panties. So you're gonna wear them once. Have fun. Be done. Take them off. Throw them away. Throw them into the woods. Because that shit is not going to wash well. <laughs> Throw them Wash right woods. off. We'll all come out in the wash. <laughs> Throw them into the woods. Throw them into the woods. Throw my pants into the woods. <laughs> yeah, so I think that, that, that I think covers that, it. Yeah, I think this pretty much sums it up for can, a, can an actor be a country star? All right, we've... Uh... We've come to the special time. <laughs> We've come to the special time, and I think this has like, become my favorite part. Me too. Of <laughs> whatever and never. Yeah. And I think for this episode, this special episode, mm-hmm. I think I want to hear your dedication first. Okay. <clears throat> um. All right. This man mm-hmm. has been a part of my life many, many, many years. I appreciate him as an artist, an actor, and just a man. Yeah. I want to say that this is going to mortify my family. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I fucking love Billy Bob Thornton. So, Billy, this is for you. Mm -hmm. I just want to say that I would not be the woman I am without Bad Santa. And I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> well, I so think thank that's, you. I think that's admirable. Um, I think that's great. That <laughs> Does, you, it makes sense. It makes sense. I think you know you want to let him know that no matter what, I'm here for him. Yeah, I'm your girl. <laughs> yep, she is your girl. Your girl. And speaking of your girl. <laughs> I have a. You guys, this made me laugh so hard that I spit my drink out in the sink. Yep. I was dying when she told me this. Like, uh, how could you not have fucking known? I just didn't. I didn't. I really didn't. Um. So my dedication this week is a dedication to myself. I am dedicating this episode to myself. For being such a sweet, innocent little baby. <laughs> because, um, well, I didn't really have a very full grasp <laughs> on what the song Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles, who I still call the Watermelon Daddy, even after now knowing, I didn't really have very full understanding 
I don't know how you of could what not. that song means. Well, now you do. Now I know. But he's still the watermelon daddy. He's still the watermelon daddy. And we still dedicate I'm that episode to him. Still shooting my shot, especially now. <laughs> what is up, Harry? <laughs> what is up? Um, but no, I was watching a TikTok and then someone had said something in relation to what the song means. And I was like, wait, what? I did. It was like my, I'm, I full blown knew from the moment I heard that song, what it was about. I did like a mental double take. It's like, excuse, excuse me. And then the first thing I did was tell Alexis and she was like, girl, I've been knowing what this song was about. And then it all came flooding in oh, into my mind of like, wait, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm such an actual <laughs> dumbass because I didn't know that this song meant what it meant. Well, now we do. And even like, even Harry in an interview, <laughs> someone was like, Saying like, oh, so it's about this, and he was like, "Is it about that? Yeah, is it about that?" Beautiful accent. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try to replicate we pray it. It is. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this it just it, that song re- before I even knew, it sent me to a lot of places <laughs> because in one of the lines is, "I want your belly," and that just is like, wit wit. <laughs> For me, <laughs> you know, it's oh, get yeah. your thoughts just going a lot of places. So yeah, this is this dedicated to you or Harry still? It's dedicated to us. It's dedicated to me and Harry. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> All right, everybody. That concludes the fourth episode of whatever and never. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, you can find us on our Instagram account, mm-hmm. which is whatever and never. Amen. Amen. All spelled like it sounds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>